The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed. I just want to talk to you today about some things that you might not have thought about. For instance, the media tells us that labor and delivery is a painful, panicky process. And I can certainly tell you from my own history of working labor and delivery that mothers-to-be often seem very aware that epidural anesthesia or analgesia is one way to cope with that process. But relatively few are aware that hypnobirthing, complete with hypnotic relaxation, imagery, and breathing, is a low-risk way to reduce that fear-tension-pain cycle and to reduce or possibly eliminate the possibility of a medicated birth experience and whatever impact that might have on the breastfeeding experience. So today, I'm hoping that my guest, Robin Fries, IBCLC, can help pregnant women to become aware of the benefits of hypnobirthing on labor and the immediate postpartum period, including the breastfeeding experience. And while she's at it, we're going to ask Robin to talk just a teeny bit about how some of those uh, techniques can also be used while breastfeeding. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. So... Robin, tell us, what is hypnobirthing and uh, who developed it? Hypnobirthing is self-hypnosis skills that the mother learns combined with childbirth education and an awareness that her body is capable of giving birth and trusting in her body. And Marie Mongan was the originator of hypnobirthing way back about 1989 or so. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing new. And, and by the way, I'm thinking you mentioned 1989. When I was in graduate school, I did a graduate level project on hypnosis in labor because I was so fascinated with it. And at the time, there really, there really wasn't much of anything at all. As a matter of fact, most of the information that I could find was on the, uh, the dental literature, actually, Certainly nothing that even remotely related to childbirth. Uh, Robin, give us the short story. How did you get interested in hypnobirthing? Well, as a lactation consultant, I was always solving big train wreck of, of, of problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I realized that birth really is connected to breastfeeding. And if Absolutely. I could expand my private practice to teach women how 
to have better births, then they actually would have less breastfeeding problems. So actually, most of my hypnobirthing clients are not my breastfeeding clients. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, there's been so much emphasis in the last few years on the Baby Friendly Hospital Initiative. And of course, I'm always singing this song because I offer training for Baby Friendly and so forth. But uh, we talk so much about how the impact of hospital birth practices. Well, hello, medication during labor is one of those practices. And so I, I'm not saying that medication, you will definitely end up with one of those strain wrecks. I'm absolutely not saying that. But uh, as you've probably observed, those are the people that, you know, they kind of do have some humps and bumps sometimes after the labor experience. Right. And, and certainly, you know, that's why we have jobs as lactation consultants, because breastfeeding can be successful regardless of the type of birth, but certainly everybody should expect or their goal should be the best birth possible. Absolutely. Uh, Robin, you know, every time that the word hypnosis comes out of my mouth, I usually expect that people are going to kind of laugh me out of the room because they equate it with what they've seen, like with stage hypnosis and people doing silly things, you know, squawking around like a clucking like a hen or whatever it is that they're doing on the stage. But you and I know that that's not really true. So can you help us a little bit with how hypnosis during labor is actually not that at all? So hypnosis is defined or can one definition is focused concentration through relaxation. Mm -hmm. And it is the ability to uh, to g- drop down and become uh, tapped into your intuition and in your instincts. And that's kind of where birth has to occur, it, an instinctive behavior. So uh, allowing your body to not be distracted by things going on around you and just kind of <laughs> zeroing in on on um, working with your body can really help. So you're not unconscious or asleep. You're just very relaxed and focused on on your goal of of having a good childbirth. You know, this is so important because women have been giving birth for thousands of years, let's face it. Yes. And yet I do find, I often said when I was working in labor and delivery, you show me an anxious patient and I will show you a long labor. And you're basically saying that when you can help the woman to get a hold of herself in that relaxation state, um, would it be fair, Robin, to say that labor is probably shorter? Yes, there are actually studies on that. And I believe on the hypnobirthing.com website, we have some surveys that show that with hypnosis and using the hypnobirthing techniques that labor, the first stage of labor can be shorter and our C-section rate is dramatically lower than the national average. Wow, see, that's so important because the national average right now for C-sections is about 32% if you look at the U.S. as a whole. And certainly anything that we can do to help to reduce, let's face it, a cesarean section is major surgery. And I can't imagine anybody really wanting that or really understanding the full impact of that. And by the way, going home to breastfeed a baby 
after major surgery. I mean, certainly people do that. You've seen them. I've seen them. We've taken care of those women. We've helped those women. But you always wish, oh, I wish it had been where they could have just pushed this baby out. Uh, So, Robin, would you say, have you ever seen anybody do anything goofy under hypnosis that they would not do otherwise? No, I think that when you see people, you know, doing silly things on stage, they've actually agreed to be entertaining. They volunteered to go up on stage. Mm -hmm. So you would never do anything under hypnosis that you uh, were opposed to doing when fully alert. And you can't get stuck in hypnosis. If, If somebody was guiding you through a hypnosis session and you were, you know, deeply hypnotized, uh, and, and create, you know, absorbing all the good suggestions that they were offering, and they say suddenly walked out of the room, you you would either wake up right away and open your eyes and say, oh, where, you know, what's going on? Or you might just even drift down into a sleep and then wake up. So you can't be stuck in hypnosis. And and it is it, it is approved for therapeutic use by the American Medical Association even since the 1950s. So so it's it's has many uses in sports uh, psychology. Lots of uh, professional sports teams have team hypnotists to create the best outcome possible by co- combining the mind and the body uh, connection and really maximizing performance. And so, you know, having an, uh, an amazing birth experience is a physical feat. So Absolutely. preparing both mentally and physically can only contribute to the best outcome possible. So, Robin, help me with this, because so many times, I, I usually hear this from other nurses who say, oh, she's one of those that came in with a birth plan, you know, every time they come in with a birth plan, they don't get any of those things actually accomplished, they end up with a section, and, you know, it's kind of like this little icky stuff that gets said about the person behind their back, okay. but it it sort of seems to me that women come in with a birth plan that is a list, but the, it seems to me that that's not a, the list is not enough. It seems to me that they really need that imaging and visualization. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so I we do work on birth plans uh, in, in class, but we also work on birth stories. Mm, and uh-huh. we try to get the mother to create it's a creative process it's a right brain activity that creates an expectation of you know we're good at what if what if this happens what if that but what if your birth is incredible and amazing and and so we encourage mothers to write a birth story of exactly what they want because in hypnosis we we or there's a saying in you know that says seeing is believing and that's that's how we you know, approach things. Pre- first, convince me, and then maybe I'll change my beliefs to agree with you. But in hypnosis, we say, you know, believing is seeing, mm-hmm. and you really want to create those positive expectations, and, and you have nothing to lose. You know, Absolutely. I know birth is a mystery, and you can never predict the, you know, what's going to happen, but sure. if you 
create positive expectations. And, and that's why I said sports the coaches know this exactly. If you create a positive expectation that you're going to go out there and win and, and have an amazing game, then you're more likely to do that than if you say, oh, you guys are kind of average. We don't really expect you to win tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, it's literally mind over matter. Exactly. And yes. so it's applying those concepts to childbirth. And, and we just never think to allow ourselves that that creativity. Robin, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk uh, more about this whole um, some of people's objections and how it works and so forth. But I also am aware that a lot of people who are listening are past their pregnant stage. They actually are breastfeeding. So can you give us just a really quick rundown of how those, the oxytocin and and the endorphins affect labor, but how they also affect breastfeeding? And, And then we'll talk some more on the other side of the break. Right. So those feel good hormones set up uh, the release of the contractions of the uterus, the endorphins are chemically equivalent to morphine, and so they actually lessen pain. And uh, so I always say that, you know, if you have high anxiety, you're going to have low oxytocin and endorphins, which certainly does not contribute to a good birth. Um, there are no drug-free births. It's just where you get your drugs from. Your body <laughs> is capable of making endorphins and oxytocin so that you really don't need Pitocin if you know what to do. Well, that was about as well put as I've ever heard. I love the part about how it's just a matter of where you get the drugs from. <laughs> you know, you're either getting them from outside that is uh, endogenous, uh, exogenous, or you're getting them from inside, which is the endogenous. I think I said that right now. And you're, you're totally right on target. Uh, I would just like to also alert those who are breastfeeding and listening at the moment. I would like you to uh, encourage you to take a look at some of the wonderful products that are available from one of our sponsors, New Angel, that's N-U-A-N-G-E-L.com, and also Nuru, if you're interested in doing some skin-to-skin contact, and that's N-U-R-O-O-B-A-B-Y.com, NuruBaby.com. Hey, everybody, don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with Robin Fries. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you getting ready for your IBLCE exam? Do you want a time-saving review without having to travel? Marie Biancuso's new guided study review is the perfect resource for you. If you're wanting to listen on the go, get our premier package, which includes over 60 12-minute audio casts, a 400-page companion guide, and much more. Best of all, you'll get a live Q&A session with Marie via webinar. You'll walk into the exam confident you'll pass. Call today at 703-787-9894 or visit us at www.breastfeedingoutlook.com. That's breastfeedingoutlook.com. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? 
choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with my guest, Robin Fries. Robin offers consultation for breastfeeding, fertility, educational programs in hypnobirthing, infant massage, and more. Robin is a multi-talented woman with a lot of education and some tremendous insights. I'm hoping that you will take advantage of everything that she has to tell us today about hypnobirthing, somewhat, especially if you're pregnant, but somewhat for the breastfeeding acts uh, aspect as well, because of course breastfeeding is part of that cycle. When I teach my comprehensive lactation course to those who want to become lactation consultants, I always tell them it's a cycle. It is conception, gestation, partuition, lactation, and that is how we are biologically built. And Robin, just at the end of that last section, she was telling us about how the these uh, feel-good chemicals in your body really make this possible to have a good birth experience. And she's so right about that. So, so Robin, here's the thing. I have never had anybody walk up to me and say, oh, hey, you know, Marie, I really want to do hypnobirthing. Um, how do I find somebody that could help me with that? Nobody ever asks me that. I always find that pretty much I have to introduce that concept. Um, tell us a little bit about why you think that people don't explore that or is it popular is it is it just this is is this just a u.s thing is it different elsewhere what how can you address that hypnobirthing is an international uh, uh i guess um options that it, it's taught all around the world and i think that a lot of times women are very busy um, they might, uh, like I said, spend more times planning their weddings than they think about the birth of their child. I think that especially what I know in the United States is that women are uh, work up to the day they deliver because of our maternity leave practices. And uh, so they, they, they don't spend a lot of time and maybe they don't even trust that their body could give birth. So they think that they should just go that medicalized route and listen that the doc, you know, if their doctor says, just get an epidural, that's going to work out for you. Um, and they believe that. But I think that that's putting all your eggs in one basket. basket. Yep. So I think that women should say, well, you know, and they've all heard of women who said the epidural didn't work or that yes. you know, something went wrong. So, so if you start off saying, I'm going to do all the things I can do to prepare for myself and my birth companion, 
and really take that approach, then you you're, you have more options. You have more skills to approach this, and and so I think that it's puts women in a more empowering position as they approach the birth of their baby. Absolutely. Robin, I'm going to go out on a big limb here, and I'm going to assume that you don't see birthing as a medical event. No, I think that obviously our medicine has a place in birth, but that women's bodies are designed, if they can conce- if they conceive and grow a baby, that, <laughs> is, a, that is an intuitive process, like you said, of Absolutely. that production cycle. So there is a program in their body that already knows how to get the baby out. And so it is, so I tell people, you know, you're not here to learn how to give birth because your body already knows how to do that. You're here to learn how to get out of the way and stay occupied while your body is giving birth because it's, it knows how to do that. Women in comas have given birth vaginally. So yes, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. It takes a lot of pressure off. You don't have to learn how to give birth. You just have to get out of the way. You have to do things that make you feel good, like listening to good music or getting a soft, a light touch massage or um you know, or just visualization and imagery or listening to your birth companion's voice keeping you, you know, calm or doing a slow dancing while you're, mm. you know, walking around having those surges. So so all of those comfort techniques can be employed to, you know, um, release all of those good hormones that we were talking about, which lessen discomfort and really reduce the sensations that might, you know, you some people might consider as pain. But a lot of hypnobirthing women say, I felt pressure. I felt, you know, um, I felt the surges. I felt the movement of my baby. But I wouldn't describe it as unbearable. It was yes. completely, they were completely able to cope because those oxytocin and the endorphins were giving them a sense of well-being. I think I had one woman use the word exhilarating. And never did she use the word pain or painful or she just didn't have negative and she did the hypnobirthing. Um, So, so Robin, you, you mentioned about people being busy, so they don't necessarily take the time to explore all of their options, which by the way, in a perfect world, I wish that everybody would explore all of their options, but how much time, let's say that somebody walks up to you and says, Robin, I know that you help people to prepare through hypnobirthing, how much time investment should they be prepared for making? So hypnobirthing, we usually encourage people to start thinking about a class after 20 weeks gestation. And so that they would have a lot of time. Uh, the, the class is about 10 to 12 hours. It's five classes, about two and a half hours each. Now, I've also had women contact me in, say, 30 um, you know, 35 weeks and uh, gestation and say, is it too late for me to learn this? And I never say no, because okay. you know, if they're ready to learn at that moment, they're going to learn it fast. And if some women want to practice for three or four months, so so it's everybody has their own way of preparing for, for different things. So, uh, but it is about 10 to 12 hours of class time. So, so, and there's a book and there's a CD. So we encourage nightly practice and like I said, reading the book. So, um, so people can take it at different times during gestation, but many people, it, the earlier, the better in that sure. more time to, to, 
to adopt these beliefs. Robin, do, do you think that people think that you're going to hypnotize them? Sometimes they do, or they might come to class, because we do actual hypnosis sessions in class. Every single class, there is a hypnosis session. And I am I'm a guide through them, but they, you know, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So they're allowing that they're they're allowing themselves to be open to this experience and then when they go home they listen to CD the CD and there's also written scripts that they can have their birth companion read to them and and just if they really connect with the sound of of the partner's voice so it is uh it's it's not difficult to do it's actually very very enjoyable to practice nightly and I have a lot of mothers say when they're nine months pregnant and they're uncomfortable that this practice has saved the end of their pregnancy because it helps them to fall asleep faster and it just relieves stress to their daily life like I said building up to that maternity leave and having stress at work this is a great way for them to release stress and and to sleep better at night I will tell you I am a living example of how hypnosis, self-hypnosis helps me to get to sleep at night. If I am teaching a three or a four or a five-day class, I am so stressed out, not necessarily in a bad way, but, you know, you're just, it's like you're on stage, all of that. You're, 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 you're performing all of those hours. And I find my, my, my brain is still, as one doctor said to me one time, motoring. And it's a great way to just relax. So, Robin, help us with what's the father's role or the birth companion, whoever happens to be the doula, the father, the friend. The, where, do, where does that come in? It sounds like they're practicing with the mother. But then at the actual birth event, how does that work? Sometimes, well, during class, we the, the partners do the hypnosis as well because we want them to develop a trust and confidence in the birth process as well. And then during the, the last class, I usually have the birth uh, companions do some light touch massage and really uh, practice their role at keeping mom calm and making suggestions and, and really just looking at the mom and saying, Hey, look at her face. Does her face look completely relaxed or is she, mm. you know, how is her breathing? And and really kind of stepping in to say, you know, it maybe let's get up and take a walk and uh and maybe use the bathroom or maybe you want to lay down now and I'll do some light touch massage on your back um to to really add to the experience of releasing more endorphins. And so dads and partners really feel confident that you know in their role it really defines for them how to be an active participant in in that whole pro- birth process fathers very frequently will feel either left out or feel like they have too much responsibility or feel like they're trying to do the responsible thing but feel like they're not doing a good job of it it sounds to me like going to these classes ahead of time kind of really helps them to have something to do and they're confident that they will do it well and in fact they do am i right absolutely I wow agree. see i think that's really great because i think that partners do want to help they they just need a little structure for that robin in the few minutes that we have remaining help me with this where does the doula come into all of this like if i were doing hypnobirthing for myself i'd kind of want to 
line up a doula who believed in that stuff, right? Right. <laughs> yes, we we uh, and and uh, we invite doulas to come to the birth uh, to the classes, and and there is actually with hypnobirthing, uh, there are doula training classes as well. Oh, good. And, so I think that they're they're an added role. Sometimes they are, you know, if the father uh, still has uh, needs some guidance, and 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 they're just an extra person that actually trusts and supports the natural birth process. So I think that it can't hurt. Um, and and people give birth in many different settings here, as far as birth centers, uh, hospital settings, birth center inside hospitals, and so having. Having your support team surround you, I mean, can you know, can really be uh, create the environment that is going to allow all those good hormones to be released and really decrease fear and tension. Yeah, because I'm thinking that with hypnosis, you wouldn't want the doula to be asking the mother about her pain because you really that word kind of flies in the face of what the hypnosis hypnosis is about getting the focus on what you want to happen, not the negative thing. Correct. And so we would we don't use the word pain because again, we don't want mothers to start looking for sensations like that. We and so we focus on what mothers can do to bring more um, calm and peace and and flood their body with the right hormones. And we talk about using the five senses. So visualization, auditory, um, kinesthetic like touch and even taste and smell and just really surrounding yourself with the messages that tell your subconscious that you're confident, you're safe, your body can do this. And uh, so so we, we even tell nurses who ask about the pain scale, how, come on a scale of 1 to 10, how much pain are you? And we just say, on a scale of 1 to 10, how comfortable are you right now? Uh-huh. Well, tell you what, we're getting way comfortable here, but we've got to go to a break. We'll be right back after this short break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you getting ready for your IBLCE exam? Do you want a time-saving review without having to travel? Marie Biancuso's new guided study review is the perfect resource for you. If you're wanting to listen on the go, get our premier package, which includes over 60 12-minute audio casts, a 400-page companion guide, and much more. Best of all, you'll get a live Q&A session with Marie via webinar. You'll walk into the exam confident you'll pass. Call today at 703-787-9894 or visit us at www.breastfeedingoutlook.com. That's breastfeedingoutlook.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. 
To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto with Born to be Breastfed. I'm here today with my guest, Robin Fries. Robin is telling us a little bit about hypnobirthing. And, of course, that hypnobirthing is a wonderful way to avoid a medicated birth. And so often we tell people about how important it is to avoid a medicated birth because it's one of those things which, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it's one of those hospital practices that certainly does not improve the breastfeeding issues. So we really want to help women to go into breastfeeding with as many advantages that they possibly can. But Robin, let's say that I'm really not sold on this whole hypnosis thing, and I'm pregnant, I'm in my last stages of pregnancy maybe, and I'm thinking that this hypnosis or hypnobirthing thing is a real unknown, and I'd really rather kind of stay in the mainstream with the medical uh, kinds of things like epidurals. Uh, you mentioned earlier today that hypnosis has been approved by the American Medical Association since the 1950s, which I just thought was incredible. Uh, but but what would you say to these people who say, I don't know, it's just like this is too too out there for me. What would you say to those people? I think that uh, everybody should have a goal. Everybody should have their own personal birth story. And many, many women who come to hypnobirthing want to have a, um, an unmedicated natural uh, vaginal birth. But for some women, you know, their goal, they might have a different goal. And so I've had women come to me and say, well, I want to be comfortable until later in the, like up until seven or eight centimeters and then get an epidural. And so if that's their goal, I'm still going to teach them these techniques because that will help them, you know, that is their personal goal and that's what's going to create their their birth, their the their perfect birth. So I don't, you know, as much if somebody wants a, a natural birth, I'm going to support them that way. But also can respect, you know, women who have different goals. But it's still going to be helpful. Learning about birth and and using these techniques is helpful. I tell dads it's helpful for their golf game too. So that's <laughs> the, the class. <laughs> but uh, it, it, you can't you can't go wrong using these techniques throughout your life. So. Robin, I'm hearing two things there. First of all, I'm hearing that hypnobirthing does not need to be a replacement for, say, epidural anesthesia or a medicated labor or whatever you want to call it. I'm hearing that it does not need to be a replacement. It does not need to be an all-or-nothing situation. And I'm also hearing, as I have heard you now several times, making one important implication in my mind, which is... This is so mind over matter in that we have to get control of our mind, get control of our goal, and that we're not just going about this birthing process willy-nilly. That this It sounds to me like this is a wonderful way to empower yourself and find power in your body. Absolutely. And, and so I think that the body is a robot and it will only tell it will only do what it, the mind tells it to do. And so, you know, creating that positive expectation is, and really letting go of those fears. And sometimes those fears are, 
are um, uh, with the um, with childbirth or parenting, or sometimes they're about career, or sometimes they're about finances. And so I think that this is why hypnobirthing is unique, because we try to eliminate those fears through some of the hypnosis that we work that we do in class. And again, give parents real skills for life and being able to approach challenges and and really affirm their power to adapt to all kinds of situations that um, that come up in life, including childbirth. Robin, I'm also thinking about beyond the labor experience. I'm thinking about a woman who told me more times than I could count while she was pregnant. She told me about how her biggest fear about breastfeeding was that her baby might not latch on, her baby might not latch on, her baby might. And honestly, she said this so many times that at one point I said to her something to the effect of, this might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. You really need to look at this and think about how your baby is going to be successful and you are going to be successful. Uh, is it is this part of the whole hypnosis headset as well, meaning to put positive thoughts into people's head about the breastfeeding experience? Yes, very much so. So our brains work in a couple different ways. And, and so sometimes we can think of uh, the left side of our brain being very logical and linear and the right side of our brain being very intuitive and creative. And a lot of people can say, oh, I'm very logical and I'm very left-brained and other people, maybe musicians or, or artists will say, oh, I'm very right-brained. But most of us have, uh, you know, a little bit of both. Both. But Hypnosis allows us to use more of our brain to really create a pathway between the logical side and the creative intuitive side. But a lot of you know humans in modern society have really dampened those intuitions mm. and that's why those mothers you know they might not believe that they could breastfeed whereas you know if you grew up 2000 years ago you would probably never doubt your ability <laughs> that's so true yeah. well, and you know sometimes women will say to me well i don't know if i can make enough milk i don't know if i can make enough milk and sometimes my comeback for this is you made a baby that's right. the tough part you right. can make enough milk you know? <laughs> right and uh and i think that um that uh that uh logical side some, like you said, you talk yourself into this anxiety state of anxiety, yes. which releases cortisol, and cortisol dampens mm. oxytocin and endorphins. Yep. So you feel miserable. You don't release. You don't have a letdown, or you don't. Your uterus doesn't contract regularly, and that's how you. You know, it is a self fulfilling prophecy. So, um, so dampening the cortisol and increasing the endorphins has positive effects throughout the reproductive cycle. And cortisol, I mean, I think everybody on the planet recognizes that cortisol is a stress hormone, and all of us should be looking to uh, reduce the cortisol. Now, Dr. Niels Bergman was on the radio show a few weeks ago, and he talked about, of course, that when babies are separated from their mothers, uh, I don't know if he said this word for word, but basically, yeah, that's the cortisol release for the baby because it is a stressful environment. Yes. Robin, the other thing that dawns on me is I remember my mother many, many times telling about what seemed to me like a less than ideal birth experience when she gave birth to my sister 
And she would tell this story, I, I mean, just decades after giving birth, okay? Yes. Do, do you think that my mother is unusual or is that fairly representative of most women? I think most women remember their birth experiences and very in very great detail their entire life. And that's why I think women should really take more effort to prepare so that that experience is a, a joyful, memorable, you know, wonderful experience. Mm. You want to go for that woman who told me that hypnobirthing was exhilarating. Yeah, and, and more than one have done that. And there's actually on hypnobirthing.com, there are video testimonials from women that have used hypnobirthing. So I think that, that you know, hearing other people, actually, we give out buttons in class. The button says, only happy birth stories, my baby is listening. Oh, wow, I like that. And so, you know, people need to hear success stories, not not you know, train wrecks and, and awful stories. They need, Absolutely. you know, it, you, and it's your own experience. You can't put yourself in their place. They've already had their experience and they didn't prepare. So if you do something different, you can expect a different outcome. Absolutely. Robin, repeat that uh, website for us and tell us again what we can expect to hear if we go there. Hypnobirthing.com is the uh, international, well, like I said, it, it'll point you if you're in Australia or the United Kingdom or other places in the world, it'll point you to their local websites to find practitioners and and the course curriculum and things like that. But they are there are video testimonials from women. And, you know, I think that the other thing that, that I hadn't mentioned yet was how calm babies are. When they're surrounded by these calming hormones, their brain Ooh. is developing in a way that you, you get a, a baby who comes out with a calmer demeanor and and a lot of women have have said that so robin anyone who's ever hung around me knows that i'm always saying one nurse's observation do not a study make but one nurse's observation over many years is worth listening to so i'm going to ask for one lactations uh, consultant's observation over many years would you say that those calm babies nurse better immediately after birth if the mother has had uh, hypnosis Yes, I think that, that, again, they're not under the influence of those labor medications. And so they and babies really can easily tap into their intuition and their, in, their primitive reflexes are all activated. And uh, so they, they can nurse better and earlier. And I'm not sure we have any uh, studies on hypnobirthing.com for breastfeeding success. But I know like our C-section rate is about was last time I looked like 17%, much lower, closer to what the World Health Organization expects to be normal. One of the things that I found out when I was preparing for this show is I went on PubMed where it you get all of the, what I would call the real research, okay, the real research. And uh, I put in hypnosis and I put in birth and I restricted it to English articles, meaning I can't read Portuguese or Japanese, you know. And uh, to my utter astonishment, there were 90. I did not, I, I, there actually were a few on breastfeeding, but I, I guess I'm kind of thinking as I hear you talking, I hear more and more about that thing about intuition and intuition is so incredibly important. 
Hey, everybody. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with my guest, Robin Fries. When we come back, Robin is going to tell us a little bit more about how we can get more information. And she's going to give us just a little tiny peek into breastfeeding. And then we're going to invite Robin to talk a little bit more about that later. I'm Marie Biancuto. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you getting ready for your IBLCE exam? Do you want a time-saving review without having to travel? Marie Biancuso's new guided study review is the perfect resource for you. If you're wanting to listen on the go, get our premier package, which includes over 60 12-minute audio casts, a 400-page companion guide, and much more. Best of all, you'll get a live Q&A session with Marie via webinar. You'll walk into the exam confident you'll pass. Call today at 703-787-9894 or visit us at www.breastfeedingoutlook.com. That's breastfeedingoutlook.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here today with Robin Freeze. Robin has been talking to us about uh, hypnobirthing. Robin is an expert in breastfeeding, using hypnosis and other modalities for improving fertility, having educational programs. She also does infant massage, and she is really quite an interesting woman in the sense that she's kind of gone down the non-medicalized route here with helping people to have a more uh, satisfying, a more enriching birth experience. Um, Robin, tell us this. Let's just say that we don't live in the Philadelphia area. How would we find out more about how to find a person like you? Because we'd all like to find you, but maybe we don't live there, okay? Uh, how do we find out more about hypnobirthing? The hypnobirthing website is uh, hypnobirthing.com. So, and that just has a wealth of information and it has maps about click on your state and it will list all the practitioners in, in your area. You mentioned uh, the book that is Marie, I forgot Marie's name. Mongan, yes, Marie Mongan. Mongan, yeah, I got the Marie part. <laughs> uh, that is available, I know, on Amazon.com. You've also got some CDs that you have out 
Tell us a little bit about what you have for sale that people might be interested in. Yes, so the uh, the hypnobirthing um, book has a CD in it. So if you buy just the oh. book, you can also buy uh, what's called the Rainbow Relaxation through the hypnobirthing website, and that adds to your uh, experience. And then I have produced, as a lactation consultant, uh, hypnosis for pumping milk and hypnosis for uh, making more milk so that I've combined my skills with hypnosis with my experience as a lactation consultant to help mothers during that breastfeeding period. And my uh, those are available through breastmilkbabies.com. And also, for those of you who might be interested, I don't have this working yet, but I, well, it's almost working this afternoon, so I think that probably within 24 hours or so, we should get this together, uh, that you will also be able to uh, find those two CDs at borntobebreastfed.com, which is a good time for me to tell you, I hope you have more questions for Robin, and if so, I know that the vast majority of our listeners actually listen after the fact, listen to the podcast on iTunes.com. And if so, that's charming. But you might want to get to Robin anyway and ask questions. The way to do that is to send a question to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. I will repeat that. It's radio at borntobebreastfed.com. And I will pass that on to Robin because I'm absolutely sure that this is a, <laughs> those are questions I can't answer. Uh, but Robin clearly knows her stuff here. Robin, we've talked about really a lot of things today. Uh, we've certainly talked about um, how uh, hip, hypnobirthing and hypnosis is an important tool, not the only tool, but certainly one tool that women can use. Can you sort of pull this together for people that might not have joined us from the beginning and tell us what some of your take-home messages are for today? Okay. Well, I think that all women should learn more about the birth process so that their their experience is safe and fulfilling. And it also makes breastfeeding easier. So it's worth the time and effort to to spend a little more time preparing than, than many women do. And I think that that learning about that mind-body connection and uh, and how your body responds to your thoughts by releasing the, the you know good or helpful hormones or hormones that that interfere with the birth process and how fear and negative thoughts will definitely again release hormones that just depress all the hormones that you need for birth and I think that hypnobirthing is it's safe it's effective. And uh, it helps women really build a co- the confidence and the trust in their own body so that, that they're creating a wonderful memory of their birth. Mm-hmm. And along with that, Robin, uh, let's, let's just say that somebody can't come to your class or to anybody's class to learn this stuff. But let's say that they go online, they get the CD and so forth. Would you recommend that they maybe just sit at home with their notebook and write their birth story as they would like to envision it to be? Would that be helpful? Yes, I think that the take-home for for women is that find all the things that are going to make it your birth experience pleasurable. 
make up a playlist of good music that makes you happy mm. and releases endorphins. Um, work with, uh, you know, finding those relaxation, you know, using the CDs that you can ha- get through the book and, and creating their own affirmations that, you know, that they are confident about birth, that, that this journey is safe, that their baby is healthy, and creating positive affirmations about the birth process. And also creating um, a way to relax quickly and easily by maybe thinking about their special place, like a place where they might go to relax, a place where if they imagine it, they start to release relaxation hormones. And everybody can imagine a place that's personal to them. And that even just having a contraction or a surge, as we like to call it, and thinking of their favorite place where they could go to relax is going to release good hormones that are going to support the birth process. Robin, in the few minutes that we have left, I I would really like to invite you back to talk a little bit more about the affirmations, the visualizations, the imaging, and so forth as they relate to breastfeeding. But in the meanwhile, could you give us just a little tiny preview? Tell us, why did you develop those two CDs on pumping milk and making more milk? What was your impetus for doing that? I think that a lot of women uh, may, for pumping, I think that the biggest challenge sometimes was returning to work. And they, you know, pumping is a private thing, but sometimes they didn't have a lot of privacy or they didn't have a lot of time or their mind was racing with things that they were doing at work. So they needed a quick and easy way to to block all that out. And by using the hypnosis for pumping, they are able to, um, it's preset. So if they have 10 or 15 minutes, they listen to say track four, they turn it on, they just listen to the music and the suggestions and they're pumping while listening. And when that tape is over, they just, they don't even look at the clock. They just turn it over and know their break is over and they get up, you know, they get up in there and they move on to the, with their day. So so I thought it was a quick and easy way to help women returning to work. And then the Making More Milk one evolved because um, so many women who are really stressed, their baby might be in the NICU, mm-hmm. they really need a way, they might not be making enough milk like some of the pumping women. And so they um, actually uh, need need a different set of suggestions so that they know that their body, if they, if they release stress, is capable of making more milk. I would totally echo that. I can certainly think of women who have had their babies in the NICU, and they have all kinds of milk, but they can't relax enough to have that letdown, that milk ejection reflex. Yes. And so I am extremely interested in this CD And certainly, I believe, I mean, just in a simple way, I've been able to talk people through it. But I'm sure that your talking through it is about a gazillion percent better than what I could do for a client. Uh, This has just been so incredibly interesting. We've learned so much today about how women can use hypnosis and hypnobirthing as a great way to empower themselves to work with their bodies rather than against their bodies to be able to sort of summon up those good hormones, those relaxing or hormones that help them to deal with the pain as opposed to having those uh, hormones on board that are stress hormones that reduce certainly uh, the efficiency of labor, 
And I can tell you, they also affect breastfeeding. So it's really, really been a real pleasure to have my guest today, Robin Fries, who has been with us. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us. For those of you who might be interested in taking a lactation course, I should let you know that I will be giving, uh, I don't have any more of my comprehensive courses uh, this spring, but I will in the fall. We will be starting again. I have one review course that will be offered in Boston uh, at the end of this month. This is June. And also you should know that I have an audio review that is really designed for people to be able to have a, a thorough review. Now, this is a, not a learn it the first time. This is a review, and you can do it while you're on the road, uh, in the car, it's on the go, it's going where you do, and hopefully will be very helpful for you. Uh, don't forget, next Monday, same time, same channel, we'll be talking more uh, next week about breastfeeding your baby. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.